Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Carry On with Carrie podcast. Today I would like to introduce and welcome Mandy Eve Barnett to the show. Welcome. Hello Carrie. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and I'm I'm honored to have you here. Um, Mandy is a multi-genre author writing children's and young adult and adult books. Every story has a basis of love, nature, magic, and mystery. In both creative and freelance writing, she um, brings so much to like so many different genres, right? I just enjoy um, the actual action of writing. Um, it sort of helps with my imagination, um, my mental faculties, um, and it's just fun to make a story become something tangible. Mm -hmm. And how long have you been? So can you give us a little bit of background as to where you got started and maybe like earlier in life, kind of mm. how? Well, I've always been creative and I've done, you know, painting and pottery and everything you can think of. But for whatever reason, when I was younger, I never did writing. Um, but when I came to Canada, I wanted something creative and I just happened upon the first uh, meeting of a writing group and I went in to the meeting and, um, and the rest is history, basically. Mm. <laughs> and you, um, so can you share with us a little bit about, um, you, you had mentioned that you were, you have two kids and mm -hmm. you made a big move from... England. Yes, from yeah. across the pond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all those things that came into your life. And it, so it wasn't, was it something that you always wanted to do was get into writing? I hadn't actually thought about writing at all until I came here. Mm -hmm. um, I just knew I needed a creative outlet. The children were older. They didn't really need me. And I really wanted to get something just for me. And uh, as I said, I happened upon the writing group and... I didn't go into any other creative groups because I found something that really clicked with me and I found my passion. Right. And it's, um, so the writing group itself, when you came to it, did you ever feel any pressure to, or a little bit of worry to share what you wrote? Um, well, it, it's funny because when you start in a new group, because you're new and you're trying to get to know everybody else, mm -hmm. um, you do get some anxiety about it. And I thought that, you know, I would just see what everybody else did. Um, and I was really lucky because the group, uh, Writers Foundation of Strathcona County, is really, really welcoming and supportive and encouraging. Right. So I did a few... Uh, meetings and then I thought I should actually write something if I'm in a writing group. Mm -hmm. um, my first piece, um, although I was really nervous reading it, yeah. <clears throat> everyone went quiet after I finished and I thought that's the end of that then. And then they all started applauding and saying wow and that really sort of was the start of my complete obsession with creating something and getting a reaction from people who hear it or read it. Mm -hmm. um, and that propelled me to get into writing prompts and exercise my writing muscle, as it were, yeah. um, in creating stories. Uh, and it's gone from, you know, there to writing and publishing books. Right. <laughs> 
And that's amazing mm. that you went from that. And how long have you been at it then? Like, what? how many years would you say? Well, I, I started with the group in 2009. Okay. And I published my first book in 2011. Wow. That's um, pretty impressive. And my 10th book this September. <laughs> wow. I, <laughs> um, uh, did you... Okay, so <laughs> having done that, what mm. um, when you start getting like, do you have to get into the creative mode in order to start writing? Do you find that you need inspiration, and how do you get that? Well, for me, I'm what they term as a free flow writer. Okay, so if I get an idea, I start writing, and then I get like a movie in my head. Mm -hmm. And the characters just take me on this journey and I just follow them. You know, it's it's like channel writing. You 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 become one with your characters and where they live and what they're doing and what's happening to them. Mm -hmm. uh, not everybody does that. Some people have to sort of plot per chapter. Right. So that they know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I mean, everybody writes a different way. Mm -hmm. um, if it works for you, do it that way. Don't think, oh, no, I have to do it this way because that really stifles your creativity. Mm -hmm. Do it your way. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's, we were, I, we talked about that earlier was mm. it, art is, you know, one person could, you could both be doing kind of similar artwork, oh, but absolutely. it's always going to be different. Yeah. Right. Well, as I said, you know, I have people that come to the group and, they haven't been before and they're really nervous and say, well, you know, I want to write this certain genre, mm -hmm. but everyone's written about it before. I say, right. well, but you haven't. Right. Your experiences, your ideas are completely unique. So never think that, you know, I can't be doing this particular genre, this particular story because it's been written before because it hasn't. You haven't written it. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their own sense of what, a romance is or a thriller is or whatever your genre is and then you can create something that is uniquely yours and that's the fun of it mm -hmm. yeah and that's the so you know bringing this into how it would correlate to mental health and wellness mm. in mental health mm. um it you mentioned it strengthens your brain it's the the muscle um you you are going to be holding a seminar or a speech. Yes, I'm doing a presentation. Presentation, sorry. Yeah, next yep. year. Um, and it's about uh, work in particular. Okay. The stress that comes from working in a particular profession. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you can't sort of think, well, I've worked all day, I'll go home and then I'll switch everything off and become another person mm -hmm. it, no one can do that um you are a unique person you've got your own experiences but you've also got things that will stress you out that maybe the person you're working with doesn't have a problem with mm -hmm. um so you have to find ways of venting that um and even if you just have you know 15 minutes drive from work to home mm -hmm. you know you can vent verbally um you can put some meditation tapes on or even when you get home just say right i need 10 minutes to myself right 
and you can either diarise everything, you can journal, or literally just get a piece of paper and vent in it, you know, with lots of expletives or however you want to do that. Um, And I feel that that helps you get rid of what's happened, what you've witnessed, or just the the stress and the um, culmination of your day's, you know, work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the best way I think is if if you know there's mood swings with um, how you feel month to month, then I would do um, a diary, and then give yourself you know three four months uh, and see where your dips are, where your highs are, you know why you feel worse about something in certain times of the month. Um, it could be seasonal as well. Uh, so we, you know, we have people who do have sad. Um, so you have to find things that will help you if you can identify specific areas and specific times of the month, the week, the year mm-hmm. that will, you know, help you create something for comfort, for relief. You know, um, even if it's, you know, go and sit in your car and play really loud music by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. a- anything that works for you, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I walk um, in nature and that's my stress relief. Right. And that's do, you, what I find best. do you gain inspiration from that too? For your I can, life? yes. I mean, sometimes I will find something that um, clicks with me. Mm-hmm. If I've been, you know, I've got a nugget of an idea for a story if I let my brain relax instead of thinking, how do I do that? How do I do that? If I let it relax while I'm out, Mm -hmm. then the story comes all on its own. It finds its own flow because I'm not trying to pinpoint it into a particular, you know, specific part. Mm -hmm. Um, And that works for me. Right. So that's interesting to me because like if you're and this would correlate to all work you know all work tasks and and say you're overwhelmed yes by the position you're in or mm-hmm. you just need to yeah. stop thinking about it for the night right so oh. this is a yeah what Absolutely. a great stress reliever yeah. do you um for somebody who's new to journaling and all of that stuff is there a certain method like you said you could write whatever you want mm-hmm. um and that's probably the least stressful way to do it right absolutely yes um there are sort of journals that will give you um prompts on how to you know formulate an idea or formulate how you want to express yourself mm-hmm. um but you can also just write how you're feeling right and that's for you only it's not for anybody else mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you have an argument with your other half, you know, and you can write in there exactly what you're feeling. And then you can burn it. And then you can burn it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Or whatever happened at work. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, there are, as people, we have lots of different relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, at work with the children's friends, parents, with partners you know with friends that are old or friends that are new or so you become this multiple person to multiple people Mm -hmm. um but the core is you right and that's what you have to take care of 
And yeah, exactly. It's all self-care. You yeah. can't help somebody else if you're not healthy yourself. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, and do you think there's a difference between writing it out, handwriting something out, or typing on, like, you know, getting on your computer and getting it out that way, or texting, or any... Mm -hmm. I myself do. I prefer writing, but that's... Mm -hmm like writing with yeah i mean I, I think the actual action the physicality of writing mm -hmm. is is a good way of getting rid of something mm -hmm. um yes typing we're all very good at that mm -hmm. but i don't think it has the same um i don't know benefit mm -hmm. yes you can type reams and reams of stuff but i don't know if you actually get the same sort of sense that you've got rid of it. Mm -hmm. um, yes, your fingers are typing, but actually writing, the movement of that, I right. think, is a better way of, of um, expelling what you're feeling. Right. And a form of meditation. <laughs> it is. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Um, we, I'm part of a meditation group and even like the, um, to put artwork within it. Right. You know, you can write and, and then just add a little bit of art if that's what you are into. Sure. You know, like yeah. like you said, there's so many different ways to express yourself. Oh, absolutely. There's mm -hmm. a friend of mine. She started doing um, expressive doodling. I know okay. that sounds odd. but Yeah, no, um, I doodled all my whole life. I've yeah. always been a doodler. <laughs> um, and you, you can then look those doodles up, you know, and figure out, you know, why you're using those shapes, why oh. it's a recurring shape that you always use because it signifies something in particular. Really? I yeah. did not oh. know that. Oh, you have to well, this could it. explain so much about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's something, if, if you can write, if you can draw, um, if you can walk in nature, if you can exercise, whatever your thing is that helps you calm your your mind mm -hmm. and find peace somewhere right then do it yes and now going back to having two children and you know <laughs> being a busy mom work life all sure. of those things is there any kind of advice you can give to a, a young mom um that is kind of in the middle of that chaos yeah well what I, you would go back and do different or oh well yes we always do <laughs> well, things you know differently I mean. with 2020 vision but right um i think as mums especially with younger children we find ourselves thinking nap time for the kid is time that i can do all the chores around the house mm -hmm. uh, don't do that yeah you know the laundry will be there tomorrow the washing up will be there tomorrow the dirt will be there tomorrow take 15 20 minutes to yourself mm -hmm. um and just nurture yourself i mean it might be read you know three chapters of a book it might be have a bath right um yeah it doesn't have to cost money it doesn't have to cost money because that's sometimes Absolutely. in our society especially right now mm -hmm. i find that that can be isolating in itself as a young mom if you're yeah you know always looking at well they're going here and there and they have this mm -hmm. and that and i don't you know yeah just that it's okay because slowing down and having just that bath is... That's the key is yeah. slow yourself down. Mm -hmm. You know, don't think, oh, I've got to get all this done in a you know, specific space of time. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't. 
Absolutely not. No, no, you don't. And that's a big misconception yeah. for us. Yeah. So I want to kind of go into the books that you have written. Mm -hmm. And um, can you explain a little bit about all of the different genres that you have delved into? Okay. Well, I've written a couple of children's books. Mm -hmm. One's just a picture book. Um, and you'll find with my stories that I, I usually go a different point of view and I have a twist in it right? that you don't expect. <clears throat> so my first one is about a little monster and he goes and does a scare for his first Halloween. <clears throat> and he's really, really cute and he's not scary at all. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've got another book where you've got magical sprites in a forest. Right. And because I was brought up to love nature and find out, you know, what a tree, what different trees are and the animals, etc. I've used that as a vehicle to teach children about different animals through each chapter. Okay. And then for young adult, as they're sort of, I don't know, from 11 up, mm -hmm. um, they want more adventure. They want sort of, you know, if they can do it, I can do it sort of thing. Right. Like, like a, you know, um, and it's also you have to think about their peer group um and how they react to certain things yeah. and what's best for you know being a collaborative force as opposed to you know isolating someone mm -hmm. um and then the adults are more about strong women because i'm a very strong feisty woman yes um yeah. so <laughs> that's where my stories start really right yeah and so i i love that that you have, you know, and it's the heroine. I know you had mentioned yes. you've got a strong heroine figure mm -hmm. um, or character, I should say. Yeah. And yeah. So can you just explain a little bit yeah. about? Well, uh, Awina is, is the be a series. This is no. Okay. This isn't the series. Okay. Awina is um, a very sort of independent lady who happens to live in a steampunk world, which is Victorian or etiquette but it's fused with Industrial Revolution. Okay. <clears throat> and she was brought up by her father and her brother. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't do the side saddle riding and she wants to do sword play and she doesn't want to be wearing these corsets and frilly stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. She wants to be able to move and function, you know. Um, and she uh, gets into a rebel force that's fighting, you know, uh, pretend king I okay. say, yeah um who wants to rule the the kingdom and um she has to prove that she is as adept as the men are in fighting mm -hmm. and i just really enjoyed writing her right yeah and did you make her better than the men well mm, <laughs> or on par well sort of on par because yeah. there, there are certain things about you know, a woman has a different way of um, using her body. Right, yes. Um, and it that's powerful yeah, in itself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have to We don't have to, to be the same. Yes. No. Yeah. And I think that is something actually I'm glad we that we kind of went that way because yeah. yeah, we um I think that's what's happening right now is there's that mm -hmm. you know, power dynamic men and women and nobody yeah. knows their roles right now and it, it, it's different again it's another thing absolutely where it's just different for yeah. everybody well so one of my books is i'm using a patriarchal system as opposed to what we live under the you know the sorry the matriarchal system as opposed to a patriarchal system mm -hmm. um so i'm looking at 
a young man living in that. Right. Um, so it's a different point of view, which surprised a lot of people when they started reading it, because mm-hmm. they thought, well, if it's matriarchals, you'll be, you know, cheering the women on. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I want you to look at how it feels and um, to a young man, mm-hmm. you know, so you get a, a different point of view. Right. Yeah. I'm a mom of three sons, so okay. I, you know, it, that actually really resonates with me mm-hmm. because... Um, I've kind of, I'm a very independent woman as well and done right. my own thing for a while. And, but then I look at men in a different way, almost like mm. they're all just trying to get through it too. So, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So to see that point of view, yeah, you know, they're sensitive and, mm-hmm. you know, they just show it in different ways. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you, you know, we are all human beings. We're all the same sort of yep. little body of race. So I think you have to look at um, where their viewpoint has come from. Mm-hmm. You know, what what is their societal conception? Right. Yeah. Now you brought up, too, the research part of um, oh. being an author. Yes. Well, <clears throat> if you looked at my um, searches, you'd probably call the police and say, oh, my God, this woman. But... Um, that's the, the fun part of writing um, because you, you don't know everything. You haven't been everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to research, you know, so say you've got a crime scene and you have to think, well, like, how does that work and who who does what right. to, you know, make sure that all the evidence is in the right place and, mm-hmm. you know, how that person, you know, became there and why they're there and who else was there, and all that sort of thing. Right. Um, but the other thing is it's like with my uh, fantasy trilogy, because it's set in medieval England, I had to look at medieval remedies and cures. Right. And that was fascinating. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> I find that very fascinating, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so it was, you know, different herbs that they used and how they um, used nature. Mm-hmm to cure and help with, you know, a multitude of health conditions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember I I used to do hair years ago and this girl, um, she was really a nice girl, but she took medieval studies. Oh, and nice. and um, she says, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this though. <laughs> but see, see you because of that, it. you know exactly. somebody yeah, I mean, where yeah. are you getting your information from? Somebody exactly. that's had to go through all that. But mm-hmm. I um, I find it fascinating, the process of it. And yeah. um, you had mentioned that some somebody recommended it. You were on a radio show. I was, yeah, yeah. in New York. And it's funny how when I started the, what is now a trilogy, mm-hmm. um, the first book I thought was just a standalone. And I was perfectly happy with that. And mm-hmm. I left it as that. And then I had all these comments coming through uh, saying, well, where's the next one? I'm thinking there isn't a next one. But because I got so many people interested, I thought, okay, I'll write a next one, Mm -hmm. which was fine. And then um, the host of the show said to me, well, as your character, their magical powers skip a generation, you could continue that to modern days. Mm -hmm. And I said, that would take an awful lot of work, and I want to write other stories. I've got lots in my head. I couldn't, you know, 
I don't know, spend four years doing one of those. So yeah. anyway, uh, but it did sort of give me a nugget of another idea, which is the book I've just launched, which is literally um, the prequel to those two. Okay. And it's about the main character who's in both of the stories, and she's the, the witch. And okay. it's how she becomes what she becomes from childhood to adulthood. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So she needs all the herbs and all of those. She uses lots of things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. She's very dark. Where can we find your books? Um, you can go to my website. That's okay. really easy. Um, and they're all on all the online purchase sites, Amazon okay. and Smashwords and Barnes and & Noble and Kindle okay. and all of them, really. I'll include your, your you. info on the <laughs> podcast info it's very easy it's just my name yeah dot com. nice <laughs> um so i wanted to kind of get into now if you're okay with talking about yeah. you just celebrated a retirement last night i did it's, whoop yes, yes and you're excited, excited. Nope. very very excited <laughs> you worked hard for this time i did yeah i mean i've been working full time since i was 16 so yeah it's about time it is it's time yeah, i've had i've had my work life and i'm you know yeah i've got this freedom time right to do what i want when i want how i want and we were talking before the show and after okay so we tried taping this on thursday night it <laughs> did not work out we've had a few <laughs> back and forth things and i just like to be transparent with stuff mm -hmm. because it's kind of fun and yeah. we're learning but uh, getting into the retirement yeah we were talking about uh how a lot of people do it but they don't have a plan or they don't have anything any hobbies or well no that's what was scary to me because mm -hmm. obviously i was talking to colleagues um you know and they're saying oh congratulations this that, and the other and three gentlemen that I spoke to all said, yes, I retired and I did jobs around the house and then I was bored, so I came back. Yeah. Which I thought was really, really sad. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm thinking, why would you go back to work? But anyway, so I think you have to really consider what you're doing after retirement because mm -hmm. people think, well, it's just the end. Well, it isn't because no. you can have 20, 30 years after retirement. Just the beginning. So that's another whole lifetime. Yes. So what are you going to do with all that time? Mm -hmm. What interests you? What would you like to do with your time? You know, do you want to volunteer somewhere? Mm -hmm. What's your passion? What groups, you know, do you want to join? Or you have joined and you just want to get more involved with? Right. There's a multitude of things you can do. You don't have to sit and watch the square box. No. Which no. is awful. I know. I mean, that's one of the things people find really odd when they come to my house. I think, where's the TV? Okay. Well, I don't have one. So do you, are you an avid, well, <laughs> oh, I was just about to ask if you were an avid reader. That's silly. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Plot twist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I read a lot. I yeah. write a lot. Um, and I just enjoy having time mm -hmm. you know with my thoughts and with myself yeah uh, some people are scary scared of that and they think well don't, don't you sort of get anxious i don't know i don't because i enjoy my company yeah and that's the most important thing exactly yeah 
And also being social during, like being involved in things like your writer's group Absolutely. and whatever other hobbies yeah. you have, you're yeah. getting out and socializing somewhat. Mm -hmm. You come home and then you enjoy that. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I've made um, a real plan. I sort of started retirement planning five years ago. Yeah. So, you know, there's all the financial things which everyone should do mm -hmm. <clears throat> but also i had to look at okay what do i do um so i found you know involvement um in where i live right um i actively made new friends mm -hmm. which is really difficult when you're older it can be um yeah. you know people say well it's fine when you've got a kid in the sandbox and they just say hello to everybody mm -hmm. you know as yeah. adults we we don't tend to do that we tend to sort of be more reserved right and, but you have to be active into it mm -hmm. i mean jane fonda said that she actively you know pursues people to become friends right and it's That's a really true. good thing to think yes i can do that yeah you know so i've made three extra friends uh, where I live, mm -hmm. you know, in the last couple of years, By taking a chance. Yeah, really. You know, if you don't, if you don't sort of say, "I'm going to do it," mm -hmm. then you become isolated, and that's really bad for you. Yes, and I can attest to that. That's I'm an isolator, mm. um, and I know other people that are. I always say I'm an introvert, but no, it you can tell when you there's a difference, right? There is, and so that's been my for the last few years is mm. because I when I used to have a very social career right and then you go like I've kind of gone back and forth between solitary and mm. all that but um and then with COVID I think that that yeah. changed a lot for people people that Absolutely. thought oh, I am an introvert and then you realize no I'm not I need people <laughs> <laughs> like you need decompressing time exactly but then you need your social you do so that's been my challenge this last few yeah. years is just to make myself get out there yeah and, yeah like I get to have a conversation with you now exactly. because of it yeah. you know and I mean the other thing is during COVID I just made sure that as I host the writing meetings monthly that we put it online, which right. was great because it opened it up to people that weren't just local mm -hmm. that came to the library, but could come from everywhere, right. you know, you know, different time zones, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I also am an advocate for my writing community. Mm -hmm. I really, really want to make sure that people understand that, you know, I'm very open. Uh, so I use my blog for that. Right. I will do lots of interviews for authors. Mm -hmm. um, and I also do uh, connections with readers as well and talk about books and stories. And and that helps, you know, gather people. Right. They may not be, you know, next door, but I get a sense of who they are and what they want mm -hmm. um, just connection. by doing that connection. Exactly. Yeah. So now you've kind of incorporated. Did you do the blog prior to? um COVID I did you yes did. um did it change was, after <laughs> well I initially I was told I needed a blog when I published my first book mm -hmm. and I thought I have no idea how to do a blog mm -hmm. oh god so I then had to think about you know what is a blog what do you put on a blog um and I, I spat out you know it was like I'll just do this today and I'll think about something next week or next month mm -hmm. And then I got a word of the day diary. So I thought, okay, I'll do a blog about that word every day mm -hmm. for a year. Right. 
I'm a lunatic. <laughs> it is a, a huge There's pressure. There's a lot of work. Yeah, I did it. A, I learned lots of new words. Yep. B, it it made me very um, focused and gave me a deadline. Right. And they're really good things to have. Mm-hmm. Um, self-imposed deadlines are fine. Yes. Yes. It's hard when it's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But um, so I did that and that helped me, you know, uh, gather lots more uh, followers. But then I thought I needed to tailor make it just for me, for my writing side and for my readership. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's it's become... Um, my thing you know i post twice a week right and i enjoy that it's well yeah you've got your outlet every mm-hmm. and you've got mm-hmm. a community you're reaching out to so you exactly. are making a difference yeah, yeah right and i think that's yeah. that's also key is volunteering yeah. or because that's really a, mm-hmm. a way of volunteering your time to help other writers oh absolutely because i mean i'm a secretary of the of the writers foundation mm-hmm. So we we do a conference every year and we do a book fair every year. Right. But in between, you know, we reach out to people and you know, we connect with people. We have people that sort of will email and say, you know, how do I do this or how do I do that? Mm-hmm. And then one of us who has got that specific skill will help them. Right. Um, but I get a lot of people that just contact me directly and say, would you mind looking at this or could I get you to do this that or the other for me and do you edit as well i do you do yeah 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 so um you freelance you're a freelance freelance writer writer. yeah can you explain a little bit about that well that's just for you know anyone that wants something that's writing related it Mm -hmm. it could be articles it could be magazine um it could be people i've had a couple of uh, clients who've asked me to write um the bios for their um for their books the well no or no not just the books but actually for you know for a work oh, related yes. thing mm-hmm. um and also i've ghost written books as well okay which has been pretty cool yeah. i enjoyed that and how does that like after so how does that all work and well you you have someone that says i've got an idea mm-hmm. um but i don't know how to make that a book right and then you you just work with them. Okay. And, you know, they tell me, well, this is what I want the book to be about, but I don't know how I get that over to a reader. Right. So I said, well, okay, we could do this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a marketing book that this chap wanted me to write, which was lovely, but it sounded so dry. Mm-hmm. So I just said to him, can we make it so that, I write a fictional character who learns about your marketing methods. Right. And he loved that. Yeah. So he just created this hybrid marketing book. So it's relatable. Absolutely. Yes. Because yeah. that's the thing. It's dry, you know. I know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> There's, I actually just, I had somebody on uh, the podcast, Mary Sorobi, last week, and she's, mm. uh, she wrote a chapter in one of, uh, in a book nice so it was a collaboration between 18 different women well but there was two couples there was a few men in there but yeah yeah, same like this was her first experience Mm. in that but it was a good way to start oh absolutely because you got your one chapter yeah you know i mean if you if you want to start writing then Mm. you know read what you like um 
you know, whichever the genre is, mm -hmm. or if you're an expert in something. Right. You know, so you've got your knowledge and that's where you can start your story or start, you know, your nonfiction, mm -hmm. whatever it happens to be. Um, so I was wondering about um, self-judgment and self-doubt when you are beginning to write and mm -hmm. then sharing your writing. Well, I, I think it's like with anything that's new, mm -hmm. um, you do self-doubt yourself. You, it's like second-guessing, mm -hmm. you know, am I good enough? Can I do it? Um, and I think it's just take a deep breath and go for it. Right. Um, I've learned that I do that. I'm thinking, I don't know if I can do that. Mm -hmm. But then, the, yes, you can. Like, bolster yourself up. Right. Well, yes, I can. Yeah, I'm a grown woman. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had life experience, yep. you know. Look how many books there yeah. are. I've had children and they're still alive. Right. You know, I mean, I've I've done a lot of things in my life. Mm -hmm. And I, I just think, don't, don't put yourself down because you have done a lot. Right. So just say to yourself, I will do it. Mm -hmm. If, you know, you've spent four months doing something and you're still failing at it then yeah maybe look at you know why you're failing right doesn't I mean, mean you can't but no you, you might, might be self-sabotaging yourself yeah you know so just look at it uh if if you're you know like me you like to um organize i'm a dreadful organizer okay <laughs> you know like i had folders for my children okay yeah you know like yeah from birth up um but then it's it's like okay this is what I want to do. How do I get there? Mm -hmm. Make a plan to get there. Right. You know, I think, okay, I am going to write a story about such and such. What don't I know about that particular setting, that particular character? Mm -hmm. And then find out about it. Right. Research it. Do it. And the more you practice believing in yourself mm -hmm. and getting the easier it gets uncomfortable zone exactly right? yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i know if even um for this for the podcast mm. well hopefully over the four months or five six months i've been doing this it's getting better yes. and every episode there's challenges and there's things mm -hmm. that come up that you know you're learning more about and yeah. i could have quit after three and I was worried about people like, who is she doing a podcast, you know? Yeah. And it just, you have to just own it and, and just move through it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. As you say, I mean, if you, if you think this is what I want to do, this is my passion. Mm -hmm. This is what brings me joy. Do it. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to live life thinking, well, what if, what if, what if. Exactly. Instead of just thinking, I'm going to try it. And if I succeed... I've done something for me. Mm -hmm. And failure isn't, failure is such a, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, is it failure or is it learning from it's a situation? It's not failure because every experience you learn something from. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's a very um, emotional failure, but sometimes it's more mental. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you can fail yourself by thinking I can't do it, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. But yes, you can do it. You just have to believe in yourself. Yes. Yeah. 
And then when you start getting, so you had said that the writing community is very supportive as well. Absolutely. I mean, it's nice to have a community where, although you might sit and write on your own Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, you've always got people you can talk to, you can message and say like, you know, I'm feeling stuck or I've got this problem or am I going down the wrong road with this uh, story or how how am I going to make sure that my readers understand what I'm saying? If, should I have written it in a slightly different way? Um, and I like the, the fact that I can connect with lots of different authors. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might learn from someone that only writes magazine articles right. because they're used to doing a specific word count mm-hmm. to a specific deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, and novelists will say, well, why would I learn anything from them? I said, because they are condensing the actual writing. Right. So instead of you going on to you know, three pages of description, mm-hmm. which your reader will fall asleep reading, Yes. You have to sort of condense, you know, condense it into something that they will understand and get a, a snippet of what you physically see in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then deadlines are brilliant, right? <laughs> yes, oh, I bet P- people are like, oh, I don't know about that because then you know, if, what if I exceed the deadlines? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's your deadline. Right. You can create another deadline if you don't get to the you know the finish line on that date right have you ever experienced uh writer's block only once once and how was that does it give you anxiety even talking about it well no (laughs) i just felt that it was really frustrating to try and write to the uh romance format okay where you have to put a certain amount of information in 2,500 words mm-hmm. and then certain amount of information in the next 2,500 words. Okay. I can't write like that. I have to free flow. I have to let my characters do their thing and go where they want to go. Right. I just follow them. Okay. Um, so it's a totally different process with that. Yeah. Okay. But other people love that. Mm-hmm. They love that structure and they write. I've got several friends who just write that right. over and over and over and over and over. And they're really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I tell you know novice writers, don't think you have to write in a specific way. Yeah, write the way that works for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can get tips and tricks and all that stuff Absolutely. from others, um, but yeah, you wind up finding your own way. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like with everything, mm-hmm. you know, you have a certain way of you know living your life. Yeah. And somebody else would find that really difficult. Yeah. So you, it everyone is unique mm-hmm. and we should accept that. Right. And I mean, if you look at it, like you said, I often say to my kids, well, it's possible. If people think about it, it's possible. You know, Absolutely. and um, how many books have been written in the history of time? You can do it. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, it's like you have to think about, you know, my life experience is totally different to my sisters, mm-hmm. to my brothers. Yes. You know, but we're all siblings. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done anything biographic, like a bio or? No. No. No, I don't think I'm brave enough. No. <laughs> it's tough. 
it's very tough yeah. and there's lots of things that i experience that i would autobiographical want people to know about yeah yeah (laughs) because it it was my experience and Mm -hmm. i i don't need the world to know about it it's funny i did one episode and it was very raw and it was kind of a history of what like just to give people a background of who i am Mm -hmm. and where i'm coming from and i had it up for about a week and i took it down right and i thought you know because i kept going back to it like did i need to go that far into it Mm -hmm. you know like there's relating and then it's, but it's a comfort level. Some people yeah. are, you know, like, but, that's why I'm doing this because it sure. helps you get somewhat of your truth out, but you mm-hmm. don't have to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think yeah. the thing is that, you know, social media mm-hmm. has got this, you know, put everything out there. Yeah. But then when you look at it more deeply, people aren't putting everything out there. What they're putting out there is the fluffy, nice pink, mm-hmm low side of yes. their life and what they're doing and how they are yes you know you don't see the darkness you don't see the display or the depression mm-hmm. yeah they hide it and that's why i wanted to start this yeah because it's it it is it's just a part of life everybody goes yeah. through times absolutely um maybe they don't go through it as hard as others or mm-hmm. suffer with with an actual mental illness but if mm-hmm. if they're you know this is why things like writing and finding different um healing processes is yeah. so important to know the options oh yes i mean you've got lots yeah. of options mm-hmm. you know and not everybody feels that writing is their thing and i understand that yeah you know um but for me it's given me not just a creative outlet but it's given me a community it's given me really good friends mm-hmm. it's given me a purpose right and I'm really happy I've got it. A hundred percent. And uh, so can you explain, like, what was your latest? You just had a book come out very recently, yes. just published. Yeah. What was, what's well, the basis behind this one? Um, well, this was, as I said, about the, the New York um, interview. Oh, this was that the, yes. Fi- yes. yes. Okay. So that, that was my latest book. Okay. Yeah. So now I've got, um, a few more manuscripts that I've got to go back to mm-hmm. because you you start writing yeah. and you're into the story and you're doing really well and then this new shiny idea comes in your head mm-hmm. and you try to ignore it. Okay. And eventually you can't ignore it because it gets louder and louder and louder. And that was my last book, The, the Witch, Malgraf just started shouting at me and I'm thinking okay I have to write her first I have to put this manuscript away for the minute and just write her Mm -hmm. um and it it, that's how I enjoy the writing because it it's almost like the characters are a, a friend they're like someone you know right um, and yes, they populate my head all the time. People it must be crowded in there. I said, yes, it is. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but then if you think how many people you know and you've experienced in your life, they're all there. They're yeah. all in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's just the same thing. Yes. You know, they might not be forefront, yep. but they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you look, I often say this, like you could change your work location. You could change your mm-hmm. living situation. Sometimes if you just look, every time you change, you find the same people, like the same characters. Yes. They're just in different skin. So if exactly. you start to, like I've often thought how interesting that is. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I left that place to get rid of that 
person. Yeah, that person <laughs> and that particular character. Yeah. Um, and they tend to follow you around here and there. So yeah. I'm, I, I kind of went off on that one, but I just, it's see, like, that's where the imagination comes in. Exactly. And I just find it fascinating. Yeah. It's kind of like, you go shopping and that pair of shoes you saw and you left them on the shelf. Yeah. But the, it keeps, you keep thinking about them. Yeah. And you think, should I have got them? Yeah. Should I go back and get them? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So you would say that it's, it's kind of like an intuition. That's what I'm getting from you. It is really. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the fact that what is inside my head, mm -hmm. I can put on paper. Yeah and then share it with people um, so that they read about someone somewhere that is purely made up mm -hmm. by me and that's 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 fascinating such a joy for me mm -hmm. when you get into a really good book and you're reading mm -hmm. that book your mind just you don't think of anything else no. right and how healthy is that well, the escapism is great mm -hmm. because you you know you forget about what you're doing or what you know, work is doing or you know what the family is doing, mm -hmm. and you can just become totally immersed in a story, right. a narrative that is you know miles away from where you live or is a different time era even. Mm -hmm. and you can you can just become a voyeur in that that place, right? So I, um, I always ask, I ask everybody this, um, mm -hmm. what, and I probably know your answer, <laughs> but what is the last best thing you do for yourself every night before you go to bed? I read. Yeah. Shocking. Hey? Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> I have to read before I go to sleep. Now, do you have a certain book that you like to read? Like I, I know you mentioned you like Stephen King. I love Stephen King. He's my hero. Does he help you get to sleep? Well, <laughs> people think, oh, my God, he's a horror writer. Yeah. But what they don't understand is that what he writes about is people who are coping with a monster. Now, the monster might not be, you know, fangs and teeth and stuff. He might actually be something that is, you know, really nasty and is going to hurt them. Mm-hmm in one way or another but it's actually he writes about people right and how they cope and that's what i like about him mm -hmm. yeah and so you would read that before bed yeah i would <laughs> right yeah. i would yeah i know i'm a strange person no no i think lots of people do yeah. i um do you so you write many genres do you read many absolutely okay yeah i've got a very electric taste right yeah yeah like from fluffy romance you know to horror Stephen King you know, mm -hmm. anything in between right um, and the other thing is if if I start a story and I know the genre is a specific one then I will read that genre mm -hmm. because then it gives you an idea of how to get into it and how other people um, create their story mm -hmm. it's not about copying it's about understanding the genre mm -hmm. right yeah yeah um, so do you have any particular books that stand out for you that you would um, recommend to somebody, whether they're your well, own or, or? All of mine, obviously. Of course. But, of course, I would say that. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think it depends what um, interests you, right. what sparks you. Yeah. I mean, I, many moons ago when I was nursing, um, I looked after uh, 
geriatrics. Mm-hmm. And there were certain things that happened um, that made me get really into reincarnation. Okay. Um, and I read a book called Fernie by a chap called James Long. Okay. And it's about a woman who doesn't feel she is um, where she should be. Mm-hmm. She doesn't feel settled in where she is and what she is and by a twist of fate they um, get diverted uh, from the road they're on her and her husband Mm -hmm. into this tiny little hamlet it's English okay Um, and she meets a man there and absolutely knows that's who she should be with right but this man is an old man she's a young woman okay and it's actually the fact that they have been together for generations, time and time and time and time oh, again. Okay. Oh, that's mm. yeah. Hmm. yeah mm. That sounds and, very interesting. Oh yeah, I yeah. love that. But I reread that book a lot. And I it, just love it. Yeah. Who is the author? Uh, James Long. James Long. Yeah, okay. It's an old book. Yeah. 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 But interesting. I love it. And funny enough, it, I thought I could do my own reincarnation. Right. So I've got um, soulmates that meet each other in my book called The Chewsome Loop. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's my version. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned your books are available locally too. Yes, I've got them in the Sherwood Park uh, Bookworm and also in Daisy Jane. Okay. They're also in the library Mm -hmm. in Sherwood Park. Right. But if you're somewhere else around the world, you can find her on Amazon. I can. All of of those. All of that. Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. All of those. It's exciting. (laughs) Well, this has been so wonderful. And I just, I'm so thrilled that you were able to come back and re-record with me. I'm yes. fine with that. Just, I can't even tell you how thankful I am. And we, we went through a few things <laughs> during yeah. this one and it was, it was fun. It's been well, really fun. Makes it unique. You see a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And the things that come out in conversation that, mm-hmm. yeah, this was really lovely. Is there anything else that you can leave the listeners with that, you know, well, yes, I, I think really you should be more, um, what's the word? Make sure that you understand you. Mm-hmm. Um, take time to get to know you. Um, don't be hard on yourself and believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you need help with something, find that help. Uh, don't, don't think, okay, I have to do it on my own because you don't. There's always help somewhere. 100%. There is. There's always somebody. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. 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 Well, that's probably the perfect way to say goodbye to the, to today's episode. And um, again, I'll have all of your social media links up so that people can find, find your books. And um, I'd love to have you back someday if you would. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. And maybe we won't have to record it 500 times. hopefully not yeah no no No, it's been really wonderful and um so i do want to just leave with the book the writers club that you were in yeah you had mentioned just one quick other thing about um finding the right one for yourself oh absolutely i just didn't want to forget about that um there are different types of writing groups Mm -hmm. um so make sure you research them and see what they're about yeah um you get 
critique groups, which is literally, you know, they will go through your work and red pen it. And you don't want that if, as a novice. You don't want that. Yeah. You want a group that will support you. You can find specific genre groups. If you've only got a, one genre that you want to write, mm-hmm. then find someone that specifies it in, in that. But then also make sure that the group you're with um, accepts you. Right. And whatever you're writing you and fit. how you are and what stage of your writing you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, Very important, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's the self-esteem and all that good stuff too, yes, right? Yes, it is. It's like anything, who do you click with kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well, I think we clicked today. I think we did. <laughs> I think it was wonderful. And again, thank you so much. Um, you can follow me on Carry On With Carrie podcast on Facebook or Carry On With Carrie underscore podcast on Instagram. And then, of course, on Spotify. Um, yeah, thank you so much. If you feel compelled to uh, share and um, just spread the word or be a guest and talk about mental health and how we can make a better understanding of it and wellness. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.